I believe in miracles. I think Sarah does mm-hmm. too. We've mm-hmm. talked about that, but Sarah's always had just a huge faith in um, something that she is pursuing for the right reason. Right. And I think that's um, that's really what's going to make goal setting or success or a great mentor is someone who is seeking a goal that is um, a higher goal. Your life, your journey starts now. Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. My name is Sarah Banowitz. Today I have two guests with me. Don Evans, how are you today? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. Jojo Hawks, how are you today? Above average. Thank you. (laughs) Happy to be here. Thank you both for being on the podcast. Today we are talking about goal setting, which is great for the new year. And you two both are excellent with goal setting. So I'm really happy to inter- inter- to interview both of you regarding that. Jojo, you've never been on the podcast before. So will you do uh, a quick introduction of who you are? Absolutely. Um, my name's Jojo Hawks. Uh, I have three children. I've been going to school full time now for um, at least a year and a half. I've got a degree in journalism. I've been a computer programmer, um, software project manager, and licensed massage therapist. Licensed massage therapist with hospice for the past 16 years, which is really what I love doing is working with people and helping people, which is why I'm going to nursing school now. Very, very excellent, but awesome. Good for also, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's she's amazing. And single mom, too. Yes. Doing all that as a single mom. It's going to be hard to follow when they ask what I do. <laughs> give it up, Don. Yeah, Don, yeah, give I us know. a quick overview. Well, I've got a PhD and a bachelor's degree in life. That's awesome. Hard life. <laughs> yeah. And many others we won't mention, but yeah. Uh, just uh, been on fire for a year and a passion to help uh, people in their spiritual walk. Um, a little prison ministry. Oh, and awesome. some have been doing a few podcasts with the journey coaching thing and, and encouraging people to get involved with that a lot, which I've went through it. So that's a little snapshot of me, Jojo. Awesome. Okay. So when I think about both of you individ- and you guys have never met. No, ma'am. Correct. Five minutes ago, you've never said you guys didn't know who you, each other was. Yes. But I'll true. say this, knowing both of you pretty well, I think the one thing that I would say, um, embodies each of you individually is that book who moved my cheese right <laughs> i haven't read the book but i've you, heard about it you've heard about it <laughs> i'm ocd i just don't like my stuff move period <laughs> that just really bugs me but how you about both, you you're trying to give up cheese are you i can't <laughs> no Is that please don't that's bad that's actually one of my goals right we'll set a new one please don't give up cheese ma'am crabby 2020 crabby 2020 then no i'm one of my goals is vegetarian wow yeah okay so like how do you guys this is the big how do you guys set goals wait come up with goals set them and then implement them because you both do that really really well uh i think a lot of what i've done over the years is try to be obedient to what god's calling me to do um, which is ultimately to be a good steward of the gifts and talents that he's given me. 
And so, like, when it comes to vegetarianism, um, some of my numbers weren't so great this year when I got my blood work back and God gave me a body. So it seems like I should be a good steward of that body, even though <laughs> sometimes when I'm studying, I'm in denial and I like donuts, creamy bonbons to be specific. Um, but so I'm trying to work towards that. It's hard. It's a process. And I also feel like um, God has a good way of convicting me to do certain things. And thankfully, it's not all at the same time. You know, it has to do with uh, situations that I go through um, where he opens my eyes. You know, it's kind of like taking the blinders off or peeling back layers of an onion that, hey, look, this needs to change, you know. So that's one goal that I have. Going to school, becoming a massage therapist um, and going to nursing school, I feel like God's kind of been knocking at that door, pounding on that door, bulldozing that door for a long time. How did you do that while being a single mom? How did you, how did you make, st because goal, accomplishing goals is really systematically small steps moving forward. It how is. did you do that and still overcome hurdles, especially as a single mom? I'm sure that there were a lot of hurdles, just like not, I think a just lot being of tired, probably a big one. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't get that tired, which um, at church right now, they're doing a long series on joy and they talk about, you know, joy comes from faith. And um, I think that's one of the reasons why I don't get that tired is that I just I have a really strong faith and that, you know, keeps me motivated to go on and the hope for what's beyond that. But um, I think in goal setting, I don't. I call it creative financing when it comes to anything that takes money. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, never say never because there's, <laughs> there's always a way to get things done. You might just have to be more creative. I have a marketing background too. So um, I don't let money necessarily stand in my way. I look at um, what would God have for me and to try really to not, to look fear in the face and say, yeah, but I don't care because That's I a think good point. fear is of God or is not of God. And so, um, when you're scared to do something that might actually be a really healthy thing. And when you're stepping out in faith, when you're doing something that, you know, everyone else is going to think is crazy, you know, you might have to just think, yeah, but there's so many things that God and his apostles did that are seemingly crazy in today's world. But yet I have faith that it's all going to work out for the right reasons. You know, it's going to come to the to the best end that it can. Jojo, do you have any personal examples, uh, any stories about how you've overcome that fear or even discouragement as you're reaching your goals? Um, I think when I had a really challenging time with my divorce, um, kind of seeing the future was, was a huge goal for me. Like, what is this going to look like? You know, when you're walking out into the, I don't know what's going to happen. And the more I started leaning into God, the more he just started providing, you know, the right things for me, the right people, mm. the right scripture, the right Bible study, um, the right attorney, the right information that I needed, Christian people, mentors um, to give me hope 
and and against that i also got a lot of um chances to really he encouraged me by giving me feedback you know whether that was through people or scripture or action you know when things came back to me and i really felt like wow you know he's he's encouraging me or reinforcing what i already thought was true um by what he's laying out in front of me um but it it never happens according to my day planner it's always his schedule (laughs) which can be very frustrating he's kind of funny about that stuff isn't he wants to just do everything in his time yeah he's got his own schedule and finances had to be a concern for you stepping out as a single mother though didn't it Yes. So if you're a goal setter, what was your goal for finances? Thinking, okay, now I'm a single mother. Um, oh, unless your husband is rich and you got a lot of money. I don't know. I have a lot of creative financing. Yeah. I'm okay with that. She's done amazing. I mean, because you, you have your own, you got, you got a house. Yes, I purchased the house. I look at the big picture. Like when I purchased my home, I knew it was possible to buy a home with no money down. So... Um, I did that. I did 100% financing. So I had to do it on my own based on even though basically my credit got tanked out because he took all my credit when um, he closed all of our accounts without talking to me because I had a great credit before I got married. I had no idea that this was coming. So I didn't have my own, you know, credit card or whatever. So, um, you know, I was starting over, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do this. You know, I need to do this. And, you know, obviously I made a budget. I've always been very budget conscious and, you know, looking at provision and trying really hard to just think, you know, how, how did my kid's life look before this and how do I want it to look like after this? And so I just worked really hard to make it look to the kids like it was seamless well, in your house, okay, st- story time. <laughs> what happened with the paint on the stairs? Oh. <laughs> my my son like kicked a a gallon of paint down the stairs on the carpet that I just had laid. And, and you had a neighbor. Okay, so so you, you bought this house, which is super adorable. Thank you. And was in really good condition even before you bought it, but you've really made it your own. Yeah. And the way that you've made it your own is doing a lot of things yourself. Yes. And having friends and family do things. Yes. One being laying this carpet that... <laughs> no, but you, you paid someone to lay the carpet, yes, right? Yes, I paid someone to lay the carpet, yes. And then how did you... Just knowing you, I'm sure that you turned that paint issue into something positive yeah it was definitely a learning (laughs) experience for all of us because I'm like oh no and I'm scrubbing and you know my son's crying because you know he didn't mean to do that and we still laugh about how he did that and he managed to uh put a plastic tray to bake potatoes on and oh that's right um (laughs) Super smart guy, super smart, but um, he's learning a lot. We're all learning a lot. Um, I think as as a family, we look back at at it and laugh, and we were all scrubbing and soaking and things like that. One thing I attribute my kids to is that they're great team members. I mean, your family does work really good together as a team. Yeah. So we just come together and just really try to, you know, lift each other up or help with homework or whatever we need to do to like get her done and move on because that's what we do is we support each other. 
So, Jojo, after what you were just saying about all the things that you're with the goals and how you've really had to dig in and do so many things in your life with your kids and stuff, do you feel like there was ever one single moment where you were just something was going on, whether it was a paint or the kids' homework, where you just really felt like God's hand was there and you're like, wow, you just got this tingling feeling inside, like, I just feel his presence here and this must be why this is happening. Do you ever experience anything like that? Yeah, there's a lot of different situations in my life when, you know, maybe something stopped that I expected was going to continue to keep going, but then God suddenly opened a door and I'm like, okay, this has to be God because I never saw this coming and I never skipped a beat and it doesn't look, it, it looks too good to be true, you know, kind of a thing. Um, there's been a couple of different changes with part-time jobs that I've taken on where I think a lot of people might be just, um, you know, really like, oh, this is so sad. I'm going to dwell in this for a really long time. And instead I was like, okay, God, you have a different plan for me. And I'm just going to be, you know, keep my eyes open and take a look at what you have for me and what blessings are going to come from this. And, you know, like, um, there's a friend of mine I met through massage therapy. Ironically, she now goes to the same church that I do. And she'll call me and bless me to go see um, someone that we know, um, which which is a huge blessing for me. Um, timing is everything, and it always seems to work out. So it's a blessing for both of us. There's been times like... Um, when I was going through my divorce, when I was, you know, in a Bible study with uh, a group of other mothers from our school and, you know, just reading the scripture. And I think it was specifically how to hear, you know, God speaking to you and getting that um, reinforcement or confirmation from scripture or other people. And it had specific steps on, you know, how to do that. And it, it was like, you know, systematically step by step I was being confirmed in yes this is the right thing to do you know whether it was scripture or um God placing in front of me someone to talk to to say you know to just get that Christian perspective again as a mentor of hey you know this this is the right track you're on you know this is what you should really be looking or thinking about or reading about scripture um I'm dying to ask a question over here I really am sure with all that being said, and, and I understand that so well, where in your schedule, I'm a single person, but I don't have kids. And well, I know, you have kids. They're just older. They're yeah, just adults. Right. But she's, you know, bless she's her heart. She's got little ones <laughs> she's raising up and mouths to feed and whatnot like that. But I'm sitting over listening to you and so inspired by what you're saying. But my burning question, I just can't wait to ask, as you see, it, I just interrupted you. That's what I do. Where do you find the time, and really think about this for a second, where do you find time to listen to what God has to say to you? Because you have already convinced me that where I come from, we would say you're just working your tail off with your kids, scripture, people calling you, you know, you're seeing people, you're in Bible studies, you're doing, where do you carve out in a 24 hour period of time to go, you know what, God, it's just you and me and I want to listen because I've been, I've been working really hard at making my goal heavier in that area because I have this gift that can't shut up and talk all the time. So I'm carving out, where do you carve yours out at Jojo? Sometimes it's in the minivan behind the wheel. Got a girl. 
I'm a trucker. We like to get, look at concrete I mean, and listen to God. Sometimes it's just, you know, on my way to get the kids, pick the kids up, go to work, whatever, go to school. Um, I go to a Christian college right now. So I've literally sat at my professor's desk, looked him in the eye and say, can you pray for me? Mm. that my brain starts to understand right. chemistry. <laughs> and when I did my final um, across one of the pages, I didn't write scripture, but I said, um, dear Jesus, please bless me today. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not college kind of guy or stuff. So I'm listening to you talk. I'm really curious as to all the people that you've talked about. Who do you kind of single out as mentors in your life that really inspired you to want to, you know, travel this path that seems from where I'm sitting across the room from you appears to be pretty hard, especially for a woman. And I'm a guy, but I had mentors growing up, a couple, three farmers in my life from a little boy that really shaped me because unfortunately my parents didn't. So I admired them and looked at, and I still call them to the day I die, my mentors. Can I ask who mentored you to get you to be so driven? Mm, driven. You are very driven. Um, well, Sarah, you have definitely mentored me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't y'all go getting emotional on me now. I know, I get weepy. Um, I think just in the fact that I believe in miracles. I think Sarah does mm -hmm. too. We've mm -hmm. talked about that, but Sarah's always had just a huge faith in um, something that she is pursuing for the right reason. Right. And I think that's um, that's really what's going to make goal setting goal setting or success or a great mentor is someone who is seeking a goal that is um, a higher goal. How do you how do you go about when you because so I'm curious the way I do things. I set goals. I try to achieve them. But when I'm getting close to them being done and I can see it coming together, then my psychologist says you're a really extreme forward thinker. You're always looking for the next project. Mm -hmm. I would think with your circumstances, with the little ones again, and then working, school, and all that. Where do you find time to set new goals? Or you just got so many that you're like, well, this bucket's full, and it's going to take the next five years to get all these accomplished. Well, and JoJo's very creative. Yes, and they explode. <laughs> I mean, I just they just come to me. Yeah. I've had several people tell me before that I am the idea person. Right. Um, that I, I'm kind of a, I see things come together in a different kind of way. Um, so before we wrap up this podcast and in wrapping up this podcast, um, journey coaching is a lot, a lot of it is about working in your strengths and Jojo, I think that that's, that's one reason I'm excited to have you on the podcast today is because you very much, you embody someone who has a strong faith and who works, works in their strengths. And, um, I don't know if you even realize that that's what you do, but you do, you, you lean on your strengths and you lean on God and then you work in those strengths. And, and as a result, you're able to accomplish these amazing things in your life. God gives us gifts and he gives us, um, deficits. And so our job is to go find people who have the gifts we don't. Yes. <laughs> and you bring them to the table. Yeah. And, and you have a lot of people around you. Um, you very you much been next through journey coaching already. I'm sorry. Have you been through journey coaching already? No. Okay. 
sounds like you have. She'd by be. The I know. She'd actually. She'd be a great coach, but right. she doesn't even know. We'll have that conversation off. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was um, a manager, you know, when I would fill my team, I would always like nobody brings everything to the table. So you really need to look and handpick those people who are going to bring everything you need to the table and appreciate their uniqueness and and that they're going to bring something to the table. It's the synergy of everybody working together. It's like the community in Christ. We aren't meant to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, together we're much stronger, much more powerful. And that community together, I mean, people want to be around JoJo because of her positivity and because she, you can tell she genuine, genuinely cares about people. And... Yeah. yeah, she does. You can see it in her eyes. We yeah. start pressing her about, God, the eyes are getting watery. That's why I said, let's not get all tearied up here. You know, I got shirt sleeves. No napkins. Yeah, that a girl. It's just how I roll. Well, thanks for being on the journey You're a good podcast. actor, too. That thanks was good. I like that. Amen, sister. Nice to meet you, Dad. You, too. It's a pleasure. Yeah, nice to... Next time, warn me when you're coming. Just don't show up. Okay, I will. (laughs) If you guys want to learn more, uh, go to journeycoaching.org, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time, and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.